Innalhamdalillah Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'ghfiruhu Wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa sayyiyati a'malina Man yahdihillahu falamudillalah Wa man yudlil falahadiyalah Wa ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu attaqu allaha haqqa tuqatih Wa la tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار فيا عباد الله الله سبحانه وتعالى has prescribed upon us to worship him upon tawheed allah stated in the quran wa'budu allah wa la tushriku bihi shay'a allah told us worship him alone upon tawheed wa la tushriku bihi shay'a and do not commit any shirk alongside him because that sin of shirk is the sin that will not be forgiven inna allah la yaghfiru an yushraka bih wa yaghfiru ma duna dhalika liman yasha allah does not forgive that you commit shirk with him but he forgives all else to whom he wills meaning a person who dies upon shirk then that person is in the fire it is therefore important for us to know what is the reality of this tawhid and what is the reality of this shirk because if the shirk mixes in with the tawheed of a person then it invalidates and nullifies the tawheed of a person فاذا خالط خالط الشرك والعباده افسدها واحبط العمل 
If shirk enters into the tawheed, then it corrupts it and invalidates it. And the person will be in the fire forever. It is therefore important for us to gain knowledge. Knowledge so that we understand what tawheed is. Knowledge so that we understand what shirk is. Knowledge so we understand what the sunnah is. We understand what the Prophet ﷺ commanded us to do. We understand what is in Al-Bukhari, what is in Sahih Muslim. We understand the revelation that knowledge is needed. Knowledge is needed. So we implement the sunnah and we stay away from the bid'ah. And that is why there is so much encouragement in the Quran and in the sunnah encouraging us to gain knowledge of our religion encouraging us to learn the Quran to learn the Sunnah and not to live our lives as Juhal as ignorant ones because you know Ali ibn Abi Talib radiyallahu anhu said كَفَى بِالْعِلْمِ شَرَفًا أَنْ يَدَّعِيهِ مَنْ لَيْسَ فِيهِ Sufficient for knowledge in nobility. Sufficient for knowledge in nobility. The nobility of knowledge and the honor and the respect of knowledge is so much that even a person who hasn't got any knowledge wants to pretend they've got knowledge. Even a person who doesn't have any knowledge of his religion, he doesn't know anything about the Quran, he doesn't know anything about the Sunnah, wants to claim and show the people and pretend that he has knowledge because he knows knowledge gives you respect, knowledge gives you honor, knowledge gives you dignity. That is why Ali ibn Abi Talib anhu said, such is the honor of knowledge that even people who haven't got it, they want to claim they've got it. وَكَفَى بِالْجَهْلِ شَرًّا أَنْ يَتَبَرَّأَ مِنْهُ مَنْ هُوَ فِيهِ And sufficient for ignorance as a criticism how bad ignorance is how bad is it that even the people who are actually ignorant they have never bothered to learn anything about the quran about the sunnah they are juhal ignorant but they don't want to be known as that they don't want to be known as ignorant they want to free themselves of being known as a jahil because it is dispraiseworthy. So every person understands the nobility of knowledge, the honor and the respect of knowledge. That is why there is a famous narration 
of one of the scholars of old. A man by the name of Muhammad ibn Abdurrahman al-Awqas. This particular individual, Muhammad ibn Abdurrahman al-Awqas, from the olden time centuries ago, he was born with a disfigured body, with a disabled kind of body, with his shoulders sticking out, and his neck was small, his head was in his chest. That's the way he was born, disfigured, not looking like a proper human. So his mother said to him, said to her son Muhammad, you, when you go and sit with the people, when you go and sit in the gatherings, you are the one who everybody is going to make jokes about. That is how your life is going to be. Every time you go and you sit in a gathering of the people, you will be the one, my son, who everybody makes the jokes about because of your appearance, because of the way you are, your shoulders, your neck, everything out of place. That's how you were born. But you are the one everybody will make the jokes about. So then what did his mother advise him? She said to him, In that case, Upon you is to seek knowledge, my son. For indeed, knowledge will raise you. Knowledge will give you respect. Knowledge of Quran, of Sunnah, will give you respect and honor. So then Muhammad ibn Abdurrahman, this man, he says, those words of my mother, that advice from my mother, I took it. And I started learning about Islam. I started learning about the Quran, about the Sunnah, until he learned so much, he became the judge, the overall judge, one of the judges, of Mecca at that time, became one of the judges in the courts of Mecca, one of the superior judges, because of the knowledge that he gained. And when people used to go into his courtroom, where he was the judge, imagine before in his life, everybody used to laugh at him and mock him and joke about him because of his appearance. Now he gained the knowledge and he got the position of judge. Allah raised him in his status because of his knowledge of the Quran and the Sunnah. So much that when people used to go into his courtroom and he was the judge, they would be shaking in the courtroom. They would be shaking in fear of this judge. Years earlier, everybody used to laugh at him. Now he was the judge of Mecca because of that knowledge, how Allah raised him. And the people were trembling when they used to see him now. Whereas before they used to laugh at him. Look at how Allah raises the people of knowledge. Look at how Allah raises and gives honor to the one who seeks knowledge of his religion. 
Take another example. When Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu anhu was the Amir, he was the Khalifa. He had appointed Nafi' as the regional leader of Mecca. Umar ibn al-Khattab was in Medina. He had appointed Nafi' to be in charge of the area of Mecca. One day, Nafi' came to visit Umar ibn al-Khattab. Umar ibn al-Khattab said to him, Who have you left in charge in Mecca in your absence? Who have you left in charge temporarily in Mecca in your absence now that you're here visiting? He said, I have left a man by the name of Ibn Abza in charge. Umar ibn al-Khattab said to him, Who is Ibn Abza? Nafi' said to him, He is one of the former slaves. He used to be a slave. Now he is free. But he used to be one of the slaves there. Umar ibn al-Khattab said to him, You have left one of the former slaves in charge. Because people might not respect that person then. They might not give him authority. They may not respect him. A former slave. So Umar ibn al-Khattab said to him, You have left a former slave in charge in your absence? So Nafi' said to Umar ibn al-Khattab, This man Ibn Abza, He is a man who has knowledge of the Quran. He is a man who has knowledge of the fara'id, has knowledge of fiqh, has knowledge of Islam. He is a man of knowledge. So then Umar ibn al-Khattab replied and said, Indeed, you have heard the statement of your messenger, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَرْفَعُ بِهَذَا الْكِتَابِ أَقْوَامًا وَيَضَعُ بِهِ آخَرِينَ That indeed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raises people with this book, the Qur'an. The one who gains knowledge of the Qur'an, knowledge of the sunnah, knowledge of the religion, then indeed Allah raises those people. And the ones who are jahil, ignorant, then Allah may reduce them and debase them. So look at the example, a former slave. He was a slave previously because of his knowledge of the Quran, knowledge of the religion, knowledge of the halal and the haram. His knowledge raised him to the level that he was left in charge of Mecca. And when Umar ibn al-Khattab found out in the end, he said, of course, of course, that is because Muhammad said, Allah raises the people with this book, the Quran. The one who learns it and studies it and has knowledge of it. That knowledge, Allah raises a man because of that knowledge. That is why Allah said in the Quran, هَلْ يَسْتَوِ الَّذِينَ يَعْلَمُونَ وَالَّذِينَ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ Are they the same? Allah says in the Quran, telling us, Are they the same 
the ones who have knowledge and the ones who do not? Are they the same? The ones who have knowledge of the religion, have knowledge of the Quran, of the Sunnah, are they the same as somebody who is ignorant and doesn't care? Then of course the answer Allah is telling us is, no they are not. They are not the same. The one who strives in this life to learn about his religion, to learn what Allah has commanded us to do, to learn what the Prophet Muhammad has commanded us to do. That person is superior. Allah raises those people of knowledge. As for the one who does not care, does not care about his religion, only Muslim by name. Somebody asks him, he says, I am Muslim. Do you know anything about Islam? Do you know anything about the Quran? Do you know anything about the Sunnah? When was the last time you even attended a gathering of knowledge? Then he has nothing to say in response. That type of person is not a person of respect. He has disrespected himself. He has disrespected himself by not making any effort to learn about the Quran, the words of Allah to us. He has not made any effort to learn the Sunnah. Buhari, Muslim, Abu Dawood, Nasai, Tirmidhi, Ibn Majah, the Sunnah makes no effort to learn it. He has disrespected himself. But as for the one who strives, then that is the one who has the virtues. The Prophet said, Man bihi khayra, If Allah wants goodness for somebody, what is the sign of goodness for you? That Allah gives you knowledge of the religion. How will you get this knowledge of the religion? By striving and making the effort. Yahya ibn Abi Kathir, he said, you cannot gain knowledge of this religion by relaxing. Anybody wants to relax in this world, wants to relax and lie down and be comfortable and not leave their homes, then you will not gain knowledge of this religion. But if that is going to be your state, then do not get angry if a person says you are jahil. Do not get angry when a person says you are an ignorant one and nobody gives you any respect or any position. Nobody gives you any type of honor because they know you are a person who doesn't care about the religion. They know you are somebody who doesn't care about learning Quran, learning Sunnah. Then you will not get any respect and do not be sad if that happens because you have done that to yourself. Allah created you to worship Him. Allah placed you on this earth to worship Him, not to go and earn the money and the cars and the houses. The Prophet said in the hadith, Kun fi dunya Be in this world as though you are a stranger or a passerby. We are only passing by in this world. We are strangers here. This is not our home. The home will be after the resurrection. The home will be after the resurrection, after the day of judgment. This is just a few years you'll pass by. 
the days and the nights they will go and you will die and you're gone. This is not your home. That is why the Prophet said, be in this world as though you are just a stranger, somebody just passing through, passing by. In another hadith, the Prophet mentioned about the virtue of gaining this knowledge of your religion. Man salaka tariqan yaltamisu bihi ilma sahalallahu lahu bihi tariqan ilal jannah. Whomsoever treads upon a pathway seeking by it knowledge, then Allah makes your pathway to paradise easy. The person who seeks knowledge of his religion, his pathway to paradise is made easy because he knows what is halal, what is haram. He knows what is sunnah, what is bid'ah. He knows what is tawheed, what is shirk. So he can stay upon the path. As for an ignorant one, then his path to paradise is difficult because he doesn't know what the sunnah is to practice. He doesn't know what the bid'ah is, so he ends up doing it. He doesn't know what shirk is, maybe he ends up doing it. That person who has no knowledge will end up in error because he doesn't know anything. That's why Hudayfa ibn al-Yaman radiyallahu anhu used to say, كَانَ النَّاسُ يَسْأَلُونَ النَّبِيَّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمْ عَنِ الْخَيْرِ وَكُنْتُ أَسْأَلُهُ عَنِ الشَّرِّ مَخَافَةً أَنْ يُدْرِكَنِي أو مَخَافَةً أَنْ أَقَعَ فِيهِ He said the people used to go to the Prophet ﷺ asking him about the good things, the good worship we can do. He said, but I used to go to the Prophet ﷺ asking him about the evil things. Why? So that I would know what they are and be able to stay away from them. A person who doesn't have any knowledge, he doesn't know what Tawheed is, what Shirk is. Doesn't know what the Sunnah is, what Bid'ah innovation is. Doesn't know what is Halal, what is Haram. Then what are you going to do? You are going to end up doing Haram. You are going to end up doing innovation. You may even end up doing Shirk and you don't even know what you're doing. That is what happens to a person who is ignorant of his religion. You are here on this earth for what reason? What do you think these lives of yours are for? Where are you going in the end? The end is the resurrection and the accountability. What will you do on that day when your lives have gone and you have not learnt anything from the Quran? You do not even know what the Quran, what it says, where it says, what the chapters are, what the surahs are. You do not even know a thing about the Sunnah Bukhari when was the last time you looked at it. What are you going to do with the accountability if you spend your lives upon jahl and ignorance? So consider this and ponder over this. Ponder over this, your purpose on this world. The purpose of worship. And that worship will only be achieved if you gain knowledge of this religion. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wa salatu wa salamu ala ashrafil anbiya'i wal mursaleen Nabiyina Muhammadu ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in 
فيا عباد الله everyone needs to recognize seeking knowledge it is not something of a hobby or a pastime seeking knowledge of your religion is a fundamental part of your life that is why ibn al-qayyim al-imam ibn al-qayyim rahimahullah ta'ala he said ja'ala allah al-ilma lil-qulub Allah has made knowledge for the hearts like rain for the earth. When it rains, the earth comes alive and the vegetation and everything grows. It is alive with the water and the rain. But when the rain does not come and there is a drought, then the earth becomes dry and barren and dead. That is the example of your heart. Knowledge is like the rain. Knowledge is like the water. When your heart has knowledge, you get knowledge about the Quran, about the Sunnah, then your heart comes to life with that knowledge. Without knowledge, just like without rain, then your heart becomes dry and barren and dead. Even if it is beating, it is dead. You have no knowledge of who Allah is. You have no knowledge of what Allah has told you in the Quran to do. You have no knowledge of what is in the Sunnah. Then what do you think the life of your heart is? It is beating, but there is nothing in it. There is no remembrance of Allah. There is no practicing of the religion. Maybe even the prayer, maybe even the prayer, there are people who do not pray it five times a day. The prayer, the first thing you're going to be asked about on the day of judgment. The first thing, the first question people will be asked is your five prayers every day. That will be the first question. A man who does not even pray five times a day, Many of the scholars, they say he is to be considered a kafir. A Muslim who does not pray five times a day, doesn't pray all of his prayers. Many of the scholars, they say, consider him as a kafir. They even say, don't bury him in the Muslim graveyard. He didn't even used to pray what kind of a Muslim. Muslim doesn't even pray five times a day. Don't bury him in the Muslim graveyard. This is what some of the scholars used to say. Because the Prophet said, The barrier, the covenant between us, the Muslims, and the non-Muslims, what is the thing that differentiates? The Prophet said the prayer. So whoever leaves it, abandons it, then he has committed kufr. Be aware. Do not be a Muslim just by name. Do not walk around and say, I am Muslim. And the only thing you do is attend Jumu'ah and that is it. On the day of judgment, what will you do? In the hadith it mentions, Allah said, These are your deeds you do in this world which Allah will hold accountable for you. So if you find goodness in your books on that day, 
because you used your lives learning, knowledge, practicing, striving, worshiping, then thank Allah. وَمَنْ وَجَدَ غَيْرَ ذَلِكَ فَلَا يَلُومَنَّا إِلَّا نَفْسَهُ But on that day, if you find something bad in your records, in your books, then do not blame anybody except yourself. Blame nobody else. You are the one who was lazy in this world. You are the one who never came to the gatherings of knowledge, never learnt about what Allah has commanded you in the Quran, never learnt about what the Prophet has taught you in the Sunnah, never bothered to practice this religion, maybe didn't even pray. Then do not blame anybody on the day of judgment when your accountability comes bad. Do not blame anybody else. Allah gave you intellect. Allah gave you understanding. Gave you ability. Everybody knows they are here for the worship. Everybody knows Allah told us in the Quran, I did not create the jinn or the humans except for them to worship me. Not for you to worship the world. Not for you to worship the money and the banks and the the houses and the cars. That is not the purpose of your existence. The purpose of your existence is the worship of Allah. Allah told us He created death and life to test us. It's a test to see in the Quran to see which of you will be the best in actions which of you will be the best in worship which of you will be the best in your deeds so it is a time of reflection it is a time of reflection reflect upon what you have done with your life so far and reflect upon how those days and nights have passed by Reflect upon your age now and what you have done with your life so far. And reflect upon that day if you were to die upon your state now. A state of ignorance, a state of not knowing anything. Then what will you do on that day and what will be your accountability on that day? So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us all strength in learning and studying our religion. That we may be Muslims upon knowledge upon understanding and practice and not be from the ignorant claiming Islam and claiming to be Muslim and we do nothing about it we don't even pray we don't even learn that is a calamity and a disaster